Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob. I am one of your hosts, Peter Madrigal. Cowabunga, guys, and I am Rob Federick. So excited <laughs> to be here again. <laughs> Damn it! I'm Rob Schulte. Over here in Brooklyn, guys. Is that like the only curse word they could use in this movie no damn it damn damn oh damn Damn. yeah Yeah. damn (laughs) and if everybody if anybody if nobody has picked up actually on uh, what movie we're reviewing after that uh calabunga (laughs) intro we're reviewing teenage mutant ninja turtles titanic yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) i need an excuse to say calabunga it's what uh it's what jack shouts to rose when he pushes her off the deck (laughs) but yeah Yeah, teenage Teenage mutant ninja Ninja turtles Turtles. guys i just like it was one of those things where we're we're trying to line up you know, extra fun episodes here and there. Don't want to give too much away. Rob, you're you, you're uh, on the case in that situation. Yes, so yes, yes. I jumped in front of you in line, and I was like, guys, how dare you jump? Since in front I'm of getting you. another choice in here, I'm going with the quick one, the one I know I want to do at some point, and that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. Woo! I played it was 1990 right on the dot, right? You know, yeah, yeah, 1990. Um, yeah. Yes. It's 1990 yes. on the dot, right? All right, I need to quiz you guys a little bit here. When was the animated show released? 87. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you are I'm going to go Peter, 87. What about the original comic book? Ooh. 84. Now, see, this is interesting because right now, and this is a Magic Girl at the Movies exclusive, I'm working on a podcast for the day job um, that is about. The origins of Comic Con, and one of the people the creator got to interview was Kevin Eastman, one of the creators of the original comic book Ninja Turtles. Yeah, but the subject of the interview wasn't turtle specific. Wow! But if I'm thinking about the years, I'm going to say 1984. You are actually correct. It is 1984. The first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was advertised in issue number one and two of Eastman and Laird's 1984 comic book. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Where they actually killed people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like the, it was a lot darker. It was, it was yeah. like, it was like something way, way. Uh, it was not for kids. Let's just say a lot darker. Oh, but how smart was were those guys just being like, yeah, license it. I'm gonna George Lucas the heck out of this thing. Yeah, yeah. Make toys, make cartoons, make now, other. Con- I don't care. I gotta Let's- ask though, because this is always like I'm a huge Turtles fan, right? Like I, I, I mean, oh, yes. I think we all are. We we're all from mm. the same generation. Like we grew up on this show. Like this was our mm-hmm. jam. You know what I mean? Other than like maybe like He Man or something like that, or GI Joe back in the day. But for me, w- coming to terms as an adult, I always ask myself this question: How? obliteratedly high were the creators of TMNT (laughs) to come up with like, hey man, we're going to do teenage mutant ninjas that also are turtles, man. (laughs) Like, I want to, I want to be in that room. I want to go back in time and be in that room when they pitched that. You know what I mean? Like, like, I I need to know that. (laughs) I want to know like, like the okay, so not I want to know. Like the only way I can like wrap my head around this is that they were like, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if there were like mutant ninjas living in the sewers of New York City? Like, yeah, but like, what would they be mutant of? It's like I don't know, alligators? No, no. too big, yeah. too mean. 
Too mean looking. Uh, for what the are kids. some turtles that got into some ooze? You yeah. Know, like And they were raised by a rat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. perfect. <laughs> and they just happen to be teenagers at the time of this comic book that takes place. And uh then they're like, Well, what are we gonna call it? It's like, I don't know. We've already come up with such a bonkers idea. Let's just uh flat on the page, teenage mutant ninja turtles. Bam, bam. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. got a question for you though. Is this punchable? Oh yeah. Is this Good punchable? So I'm going to tell you guys. Right to 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 rate this movie, I'm going to say it is a kick yourself with a bunch of ninja weapons if you can. Right, like kick yourself and swing a nunchuck, a bow. A sigh and maybe like, you know, not lop your, you know, your limbs off with like a, a, a katana or some sort. But this Ninja Turtles movie is a absolute classic, in my opinion. I don't know if you agree. I would love to hear your take on this. Oh, I'm, I'm there. I'm like, I'm agreeing with you. It's, it definitely has that nostalgia factor. But do I have, I mean, this might just take the place of Superman. <laughs> wow. But before, wait, before we get into that thing, though, like you have to, like, I, I at least am coming from this point. Rob, I don't know if you're coming from this point. Peter, I'm sure you're also, I don't know. I would like to know. But I'm coming from the kid that like was like a mega fan of the show that was then told there's going to be a real live action movie mm-hmm. of your... I didn't care if it was a piece of shit wrapped in tinfoil. I was going to love that movie. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I knew I was going to. And I still love that movie. So. Oh, I did say Nostalgia Factor. Yeah. I I love this movie. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Nostalgia can be dangerous because you can (laughs) get stuck back in time. And I can understand that. And I can under. But that doesn't take away from the joy you get when you're choosing to watch these things. Yes. It's true. Um. There are three movies from my childhood that were, it didn't matter what it was, I cannot believe they're making a movie out of this. Right. I need to be there. Boom. Please name them. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. A little bit before this, Ghostbusters. Yeah. But specifically for me, it would have to be Ghostbusters 2. 2, yeah. That's the one I saw too as the beginning. That, yeah. the, the old enough to go to movie theater for yeah, you know, yeah. and like comprehend it and memorize, remember it. Um, I remember bringing one of my guns, uh, one of my- Did uh, you have the proton pack? Because I had the proton pack Oh, yeah, kid. yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I also had one of the Ghostbuster guns that like what it did was it actually shot like, it was just a flashlight yeah. that had like a ghost on the end. And yeah, I was like, firing it I at the back of the- uh, seat in the dark movie theater before someone told me to turn it off. But I had um, a little trap too that glowed in the dark, and you would hit a pedal and oh it yeah. open up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Um, I and then yeah. three was uh, what was my third one? I had a big thought here. I got too excited with the Ghostbusters situation. Yeah. Um, I'll come back to it because I will Did, remember it. Because I have a what's question, important though. to me is like, oh, X Men. It was X Men. Yeah, because that X-Men was later was on. A talk from like, yeah, but like <clears throat> I remember in like seventh grade. Yeah, yeah I yeah. heard they're working on the Wolverine claw technology. Oh like, they're yeah, trying to do it. It's going to yeah. be a movie. You know, I was uh, a big reader. The same of the with Wolverine like the same comic. kid who had an uncle that worked at Nintendo. You yeah, know, there you go. Yeah. Like, oh, you're yeah. making an X Men movie. That's I love badass. it. <laughs> but that movie Ninja was Turtles great. was huge because it was just like the first time I think uh, fandom of something I enjoyed actually then was like, wait, you could, you could, I can have a toy 
and a movie and a cartoon, you know, and like I well, didn't. No, I, and I, I understand exactly what you're talking about because I was I wasn't as big a I was I liked Ninja Turtles, but I wasn't as big into them like I was for Marvel Comics. So when I yeah when they did the right. Avengers movie, <coughs> I was a big fan of Captain America: The Avengers. Disney right. re-released the Sega game Captain America: The Avengers. Yeah. Please, just for me. Yes. Right? Um, so that's what I, I got really excited about. Like, oh my God, it's Captain America yeah. and Iron Man on the same screen at the same time. You know, that was like yeah. eight years ago now. Yeah. So I understand exactly where you're coming <clears throat> from, Rob. But is there is there a are we doing the back of the box? Let's do the back, back of the box. box. Back of the box. Oh, I would hope we we would because I have my copy from childhood that has the you know Pizza Hut commercial. Before, oh yeah uh, by the way the before, before you read that back of the box i i remember having a teenage mutant ninja turtles cartoon and i think either it was a vhs that i got at pizza Hut or or burger king that was like an exclusive episode they never aired on tv but it was just yep, for that thing i it had was, that too i think it I think it was like a stone or something involved with. Well, it was yeah, like a, this alien with like a robot, and then at the end, April yes, like says yes. it like, "Oh, the thing that it was missing was bat like any child toy batteries." You she like takes the batteries out of the control, and yes. that's how they're able to defeat this rock monster or some crap like that. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing you back. Wow, you were taking me back to my parents' basement, right? Well, now, I'm taking you back that. in time for you to refresh that VHS box and read it to us. <laughs> Back in time, back at the box. Here we go. Turtles in time. Um, Ooh. Love that video game. So Sorry good. Sorry for interrupting. So good. <laughs> Turtles in time. <laughs> this may be our most nostalgic episode mm-hmm. ever. Oh, the water level on that first Nintendo oh, Turtles God. episode. Crazy. Oh, or a video game. Anyway, <laughs> I'll read the back of the box. <laughs> now you can catch America's favorite green teens in their first live-action blockbuster film. After wading in a puddle of radioactive waste, these radical reptiles are transformed into New York City's greatest crime-fighting quartet. Featuring hot new music by MC Hammer, this film will captivate adults and kids alike with its blend of humor, camaraderie, and martial arts action. Don't miss this blockbuster movie. You'll have one shell of a good time. (laughs) Guys, might be the best back of the box we've had so far. I see what they did there. I see. They were able to remind us it was a blockbuster at least three times and end on a pun. God, man, jeez, what a! (laughs) I love that. Listen, guys. I mean, I don't know about you, but I remember going to see this in movie theaters. Did you guys see it in the theaters when you were kids? I did not see it in theaters, but I did see it. Okay, so I had my cousin uh, Trey was obsessed with with Ninja Turtles, and he had. All the action figures. He literally had all the action figures, all the videos, the right. Ninja Turtles. Uh, and then he had the, what, the, the, and then he had this movie on VHS. So I saw it at his house. Right. Actually. Right. Sure. Yeah. It was too weird for my parents. They're all like, really? why are, yeah, you know, like X Men, Spider Man, all that stuff. Not too weird. This was weird. <laughs> it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? <clears throat> and their names are who now? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you can go on and on about like the the weirdness of the show with the names. But like, I, I think it's also highly creative in a piece of art that's kind of meta in its own way. But sure. I got to say, man, when I, rem- I remember watching the trailer to this movie and remember being excited. But like, 
This movie had a very dark, realistic, gritty look to it. Like I, I was, you know, it didn't feel like a, the cartoon thing. Like Shredder was scary in this movie. I remember. Dude, Shredder was awesome, by the way. And also, um, you, you remember how I was saying about Rambo and like, a, what was the other movie that a Twilight that we were? I yeah. was like, I felt cold. Yeah. In those, yeah. Like, like from the visuals. Yeah. This movie. Feels like it was just scum, dirty. Yeah, just like dirty. It, it yeah. just felt, felt disgusting. Yes. They're in a sewer. The kid <laughs> is hiding out in the in their old hideout. It, it just, he looks dirty. They all look dirty. They look it, disgusting. It didn't feel like a cartoon it that would be posh. colorful and yes. and upbeat. It literally felt like this is a real life take on the act. Like this is as real as it could movie. get. Dark, yes, dark. The Foot Clan would like steal stuff and like like yeah. like the whole they thing would steal would, stuff you wouldn't even think about stealing. By the way, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just. It was but like it felt like an actual crime syndicate, yes. not like some like ninja force that you know a cartoon. If, if this movie had a very big gravitas, to oh it. yeah, so absolutely, no, but, uh, yeah. No, they're like first of all at the opening, you know, when they steal all those boxes, I'm like, you don't even know what's in those boxes. What's the point? <laughs> you know? It's like, well, I always think that like the opening of this movie, that whole. Um, Oh, the music. That the crime montage, I love it. I love the way it shows New York. I love that that is like a you know, like there are a, every city has stages and this is yes. definitely like a time in New York. Oh yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Coming out of the 70s and 80s, you know, we're almost mm-hmm. you know, we're just in the cusp of the 90s. Right. Um but I am pretty sure that when I moved to New York from Kansas, this is exactly what my dad had cemented in his head of what New York is. Well, because you know, I think it's the only no, thing he, he has of, a reference point of. To piggyback off of what you're saying, it looks like the squeeze. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. It is that era, you know? And but also like it is terrifying because it, it's Yeah. I mean it's represented as such and it's dark and gritty and and uh you know how, uh, how creepy was, for example, like you go to you know, Shredder's lair and it's just that muse, that guitar, you know, and he's just like talking and like, it's, it's this really weird. I remember watching it feeling like, wow. And then I remember also like the mystery of the turtles, like when that taxi, like Raph, like rolls over the taxi driver or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, what was mm-hmm. that? It was like, looked like uh what was it? Like, what is it? Like, sort of looked like a big turtle. Like a big turtle. With a hat. Turtle with the trench You know, that was uh, the passenger in that taxi was Raphael, <laughs> the actor who played Was Raphael. he really? Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> I didn't see it. I did not know that. It's a nice little Domino's right pizza there. delivery person, Michelangelo. Interesting. No yeah. yeah, that's right. Because yes, I, I, yeah. But that's the thing, right? So we one eighty two and a half. What we have <laughs> actors that are playing the turtles in these animatronic, cutting edge for the time. Sure, uh, yeah. Animatronic costumes, and then you have. Corey Fel- uh, Heinemann, Cor- Corey Fel- Feldman. Feldman, Corey Feldman, mm-hmm. Feldman, you know, and the rest of the cast doing the voices on top of that. Which I didn't yep. know paved the way for the show Dinosaurs to come to fruition. Oh, because they had oh. been experimenting with the technology that they had for turtles. They're like, we can make a TV show out of this. And Jim Henson's company was like designing the whole thing for dinosaurs through That's because of cool. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So oh, wow. it's uh, it's kind of interesting, man. Well, I was looking up the credits on IMDb and and I should have saved this. I should have saved this for like a, a trivia episode, but you got Skeet Ulrich. 
from Scream. Yes. And you got uh-huh. fucking Sam Rockwell in there. Uncredited. Yes. And I'm just like, I'm like trying to find them. Where are they? Where I think are those they were, two? Wasn't Sam, Sam Rockwell? Rock- a he was foot, a foot clan. Yeah, member. he was a foot clan. Yeah. yeah. I, re- I remember his face in that. Like when really? I saw it. Yes. 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 Did I you do. say Skeet Ulrich is in this? Yeah. The, the, the Scream guy, uh, Billy. Really? He's in Turtles? Who was he? I don't know. He was uncredited, but he was like a, he was like, you know, wow. I guess he was another foot clan member. That might've been when he was just starting. No, you know what? He could have been one of the teens that like, you know, is like Has stealing stuff. Yeah. With the, yeah. Cause he had that look. Speaking of, um, we have to take a quick break, but I want to okay. bring, I, I need to talk about these teenagers. There we go. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So I'll be right back. Guys, it's Magic Girl of the Movies. We're talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. Um, Cowbunga. Cowbunga. Uh, and, and Cowbunga to you. Cowbunga Actually, to you. by the way. Cowbunga to you. Actually, before we even get into uh, uh, updates or whatever, I want to ask you guys, who was your favorite turtle growing Oh, up? you stole my question. I, really? Yeah, oh, no, but that's awesome. I love that. I love that yeah. we're all in sync. We that's are amazing. in sync. It's like a collective. We're yes. all in sync. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I, I flat out already know. Rob, are you thinking or are you like? I know. I know. I, okay. Well, then you, you go first, buddy, because yeah. Okay. I specifically remember a time in my life where I had a conversation on the playground during recess with another Turtles fan where I told them I had a big decision that I had made over the weekend where... Uh, I have a new favorite turtle, <laughs> and I was transitioning from enjoying Michelangelo right. for being such a party dude uh, to Raphael for oh, being having a little bit more edge. Angst, yeah, him. he's angst. he's a little yeah. angsty in this movie, by yeah. the way. Um, and uh, that, that's where I had ended <clears throat> up. But nice. I was Michelangelo for quite some time. I, there you go. I, I got to go with the cliche, but I love Mikey, man. Mikey, Mikey. is my, yeah. Michelangelo is the best for me, and like it's just. He's the most lovable one. You know what I mean? I I, I just oh, yeah. kind of really like him a lot. When he's doing that, you know, like showing off with like the, the nunchuck on his finger and he's like, <laughs> like blowing out. Like, it's just like those moments are like so cool. By the way, guys, what Peter, what's yours? Uh, yeah, I grew up. I grew up really like I, I was. My favorite was um, Donatello. Nice. And then I kind of switched over to Leo. I Leonardo. was gonna say I didn't know so many Donnie Ooh. fans, but Leo. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah, I was a big Leo fan. I like Donnie and Leo. Yeah, well, Leonardo. I Donatello. could see Peter as a Leo. Yeah, yeah, yeah Leo the leader. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, there you go. Because I well, I like the katanas, but yes. I also like the bow staff. You know? Yeah, I see. So I see. I, I, sure. I didn't. See, like, I went off of the weapons when I was a kid. But that was the thing. Like, yeah. I liked Mikey as a turtle, but if I could choose the weapons, it yeah. would be it would be Leo. You yeah. know what I mean? So, by the way, guys, I want to say the poster for this movie is a absolute classic. Oh, yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. I want to read the taglines because I think they're so cool. Like, where it was, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur- Turtles, and it puts in quotation marks, Hey, dude, this is no underlined cartoon. <laughs> and then on the bottom, it says lean green and on the screen everywhere. And the poster is so great because it's just like this little hint of these faces coming out of the sewer in the city, like the backdrop of New York. Like, I just feel like you don't see posters like this anymore. No, man. You don't. Like it's it, they're just it's just said it all with one word, man. Like It's hard to make something an event. And like this was an event. 
ID four. That was an event yes. of a movie. Yes. You know, like Titanic. It's, it's so hard to do it. Yeah, Titanic. Avatar. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. movies. Yes, yes. Those movies were events. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely And it's right. weird to think that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> is an event. We just put it in a list with Titanic. I guys, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm going to add another movie that's in there that I will love to review at some point that was also at least an event for me because we're talking about movie, cartoon movies that became a live action movie. An event for me was Mortal Kombat oh, the God. movie. <laughs> oh man. And that movie's not great, but like it's an event. I mean like everyone knows that opening theme song. Yes. You know what I mean? Can so, I propose an idea? Let's Can do it. I propose an idea? Please do. We do Mortal Kombat month, right? <laughs> Where we watch. There's two Mortal Kombat movies, right? Yes. There's there the, might be the a good third. one. And well, sure. Well, no, no. There's a remake. There's a there's a new Mortal Kombat movie coming. There's a new to one that's Max. coming out, but we we don't have access to. Yes, it. not yet. But we could do. And I'm so sorry, Turtles fans. I'm taking us down this side road for a moment. <laughs> I, um, I, I'm guilty too. We we do Mortal Kombat month. We watch the first one. We watch the second one. We watch like there's got to be some sort of like Mortal Kombat anime or something. I think there and is. Yes. Then our wild card episode is streaming on Twitch, us playing Mortal Kombat video games. I'm down. And if people are really into it, we make it a marathon where we uh, do Time. live commentary. Will people tune in and we can all get in the I, chat? And I'm all for it. Mortal Kombat Absolutely. 2 was my jam when I was growing yeah. up. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, I'm down for it. I'm anyway. Down for it. Well, uh, any excuse for me to watch Mortal Kombat? Back to Teenage Mutant Mortal Kombat. No! Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I wanted to say before the commercial break, guys, was I watched this movie recently, obviously, but before this, I had probably watched it within the last couple of years. It's something that I at least throw on every now so and again. You didn't see it in theaters when it came out? I, if, I don't remember seeing it in theaters. I know that I did, but I don't remember that. More I remember is wearing out the VHS tape. <laughs> um, but uh, every time I've watched it as an adult, when you first see the Foot Clan spot where uh, Billy or Bobby or whatever the kid is that joins yeah, the Foot Clan. I think it's Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Like, that place seems bad ass yes like why wouldn't you want to hang out there you're smoking cigs cigars <laughs> skateboards video games basketball fucking music blaring everyone's doing this sort of thing they're giving you cigarettes what you're like 15 come on you're the coolest kids around oh you want to also teach me jujitsu Cool. I'm yeah. living in shitty New York. TVs are getting stolen. <laughs> Wait, I'm kind of part of that. But uh, but like, if you really think about it, like they're paying the like. Okay, so there's terribleness to it, mm -hmm. of course. But there's really not much of a downside for most of the kids who get to hang out here. Well, there is a, there is a nefarious. You, you're right. There is a little bit of nefarious. Um, something nefarious going on behind the scenes with these kids. Yes. You know. Uh, yes. I mean, like smoking at 15. Come on now. <laughs> <You> <laughs> it's know? not good. I'm not saying anyone should do it. 
I'm just saying, <laughs> this is a podcast for it adults. It kind of reminded me of the, uh, you know, Pinocchio, like, yeah. pool yes. cigar place. Yes. Yes. Of, you know, yep. like that, wow. that kind of thing. Um, all right. So, I guess we're going on a little break right now, and then we'll come back, right? We're Yes. We probably should. So, audience, check this out. I guess we're back. <laughs> uh, I wanted to do something. I was looking at my notes for a second there. Um, we um, are back. Yes. So I, I wanted to. Uh, so Sam Rockwell was the head thug, apparently. What's on head that, thug? I one one of the. He's, fl- head, he's credited as head thug. He might be yeah. the guy uh, that menthols or lights or regulars. It, or whatever exactly. It could it could be that guy? Uh, yes. Yes. That is guy. That is him. I think. Oh, so anyway, but I gotta say, there's an actor in there that's that's actually underrated as uh, like in terms of his career because he's actually really good, which is oh, Elias Cotillas. Oh, I knew you were gonna say that name. And <laughs> I remember the cartoon Casey Casey Jones was like an interesting character to me, but like this guy with his long, cool California hair, yeah, and like the phrase "Who's the babe?" You know what I mean? Who's like that. My dad to this day, because I went to the theater to see this movie with my dad and uh, a friend of mine named, uh, no, no, I don't know if it was Christopher, my friend, or if I, no, I might, no, no. I went with a, yeah, family friend, his his name was Andrew and his father, uh, Paul, and it was me and my dad and the four of us went to see the Turtles. And I remember that my dad, every time he sees a, a good looking girl, he still refers to her as a babe because of that, that movie. movie. That's amazing. Wow. And then walking out of the theater, I remember that Andrew and I were just like playing karate and just going to town, kicking our dad's legs as oh, we were Jesus. walking out of the theater. And like my dad still remembers that story. Like he was just like, I remember you walking out going, blah, blah, and like kicking our legs and stuff like that because you guys were so excited about that. So- when you talk it about talk about it being an event, like that was an event. Oh for yeah, me, you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah. Casey Jones, what? What? I, Peter, you don't like that? You don't like him? What? Like, I, I'd love to know what, 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 what. Yeah, more about this. It's not. It's not. It's not the actor himself. It's just the character. The I just character. Never got into Casey Jones. I was just like, who's this asshole who's wearing a hockey mask and thinks he's a badass taking on Raphael? No yeah, way. No. Yeah. No way. No. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. Not gonna. He's happen. also not a fan of punkers. Sorry, yeah. man. Punk. Get out of here. Yeah. What are yeah, you and like? I do some... have long hair. <laughs> yeah. Like this guy. Actually, he, he, this guy is actually like... bald now. So he's he's like, really? Yeah, oh, shit. He, he has no hair. Ah. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, my main. Not us, though. All yeah. of us have plenty of hair. Um, do, you, do you guys have any updates on this watch? Well, what I, what I would like to say about that is that, like, when I see Casey Jones, it's like, yeah, like you say, it's a character. He's, I mean, I think he's an interesting character. He wears a hockey mask. He uses hockey sticks to fight. It's kind of an interesting thing. Like it, it felt in this movie, like that's a real vigilante, like a kind mm-hmm. of a crazy California dude that would actually go and do that. Like I believe that. Guy. Yeah. But what's funny is that this dude's career, that was the first time I ever saw him. If you look at the movies that he's done, they are like a complete like jagged, know. like, you know, 90 degree turn from what turtles is like like he's done some crazy ass shit man like and he's an interesting actor so that's why i'm like wow like this this movie 
despite it being Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, still attracted some high caliber people, man. I mean, look Wait, at Sam Rockwell. This was his oh, yeah. maker, and then uh, and then you know he did his own little passion projects. After. You're absolutely right. There yeah. you go. Yeah, but yeah, updates. What do you think? What, 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 <sighs> what's your update on this? Because I have a few. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Please I didn't. Having watched it periodically every other year or so since yeah. it came out, um, there's not too many updates that happen on this one for me. I have some some bigger takeaways, especially after watching Twilight, that I will do later <laughs> on in this episode. <laughs> but I will say that, like, an update on this watch that, like, also and kind of like incorporates favorite moments or whatever like i really like when they go to upstate new york yeah you right. know, whenever after the after the apartment burns down and they're like trying to figure out splinter gets kidnapped, kidnapped. yep yeah they Were go they to this like hollow yeah they're pretty damn close to probably tear hey, down those or movies are in the same unit. Uh, They're connected. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just a few centuries after. There you go. A century or two <laughs> after, I should say. But Is that Ichabod? Um, <laughs> well, there are ghosts in this movie. So, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. But I would say that, like, the big takeaway here is being like, oh, yeah, you can, like, just drive for a couple of hours and you can be in a nice little farm area outside <laughs> the city. And Reminds not me of have Avengers 2. All that crime. After Ultron, and they go to the farm, and they yeah like, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you guys? I'm gonna go in quick because mine's not that big. I really want to hear Peter's because I'm sure he's got a lot of powerful <laughs> insights here. So for me, my 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 big thing in terms of watching this movie now is that like I hadn't seen it in a while since I was a kid. Actually, like I ended up becoming a fan of the third Ninja Turtles, ironically, with the samurais when they go back in time. It was like their turtles in time sort of thing. When they bring back Casey Jones. Right, right, right. Because Casey Jones had an ancestor that looked exactly like him back then or something. But very, very interesting. And the scepter and stuff. But so uh-huh, to me, uh-huh. though, this movie watching it again, I, I reflect on that gritty take or whatever, because what really impressed me is like, dude, in 1990 of all times. Right. Because like now we're used to like, oh, they're going to make a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. We get it because like they're making every comic book, cartoon, intellectual property movie they can think of. And they've gotten good at pulling it off. But back then. It was a stretch, man. I mean, like that is as far. I mean, and that movie was a box office hit. Like it was like a knockout. That to me, and the execution of this movie on how they made it so real and gritty and kind. I mean, yeah, it's cheesy and certain, obviously, but not as bad as you would think. You know what I mean? Like it had a gritty, like underworld tone to it with the. The teenager stealing about it. That yeah. to me just shows, like, man, they they pulled something that was a a stretch off quite well. That's my take on that whole thing. So, Peter, what Peter's are you, taking what a drink. Oh. he's getting <laughs> yeah. ready. I was listening to what you were saying. Oh no, no, I thought you were just taking a drink to be like, all right. <clears throat> so, yeah, Peter, I do want to hear your thoughts, but just to make sure we can come back to this, Rob, tied yeah. to what you just said. Um. I definitely think there's like two movies in here and uh, neither one of them necessarily came to fruition. So on this in what Wait, in what way are there two movies? Uh, please explain. I think that 
The creators of this film originally tried to make a very dark and gritty yeah. movie about turtles that was almost more faithful the to the comic book. Well, closer to the comic book, but mm-hmm. opposite. So, like, comic book, cartoon, toys, lunchboxes, mm-hmm. hype, yeah. movie. Yeah. Then we go on, right? Yeah, yeah. So, if everyone thing everyone knows is really the cartoon and the toys, then why not go back to your source material and make something mm-hmm. really dark? And then I think it got uh, shot up the ladder. And yeah. someone's like, this is not something I could show to my eight-year-old. Yes. Uh, add sound effects, you know, mm-hmm. change some things up. How can we re-edit this to make it a little bit more goofy? What can we reshoot? And that's what I mean. And I don't think, I think there are some, this is a lot for my final thoughts, but like, I think there's some beautiful things in this movie, but oh, I think that like, yeah, uh, it is two movies that neither one of them uh, is making a whole movie. But Peter, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, uh, that, that's all what, to lead well, up to what, the, what well, you when, noticed this watch. I would like a drum roll in <laughs> oh, this God, one, please. <laughs> um, okay, so what you were saying—a beautiful shot. One of my favorite shots in the movie was uh, was the turtles, you know, standing with the sunlight coming up, and uh, and Casey Jones coming out and being like, "I hate it when you guys do that." And they're like, "It's time to go back." That shot was. You know, that's yes, iconic. Right, you know right, I mean? right. I thought the same thing, Peter. Yeah. shot's iconic to me, you know? Um, and then uh, what was the other thing that I really, really loved about this film was like the, it was really gritty and dark. And yeah. Just, it, had know, a, it had a texture it to it. It had a lot of texture to it. It's just, uh, it screamed like, you know, the underworld. That's what I loved about it. Now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh-oh. So I'm pouring a drink. I'm out of my drink. So, as far as like my criticism, actually, you know what? I'll I'll do one more praise. Okay, okay, okay. The oh, final thank goodness. fight. Thank goodness. The okay. final fight between oh, yeah. each individual between Shredder. Yeah. And, I mean, he was kicking their asses. Yeah. And that is going to go directly into my criticism of this movie because oh, those shit. that those fights. The, the the individual fights against Shredder look so good. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. They were so solid. They were so clean. Those moves that Shredder and the Turtles were doing against each other were so good. And it made the, the Shredder rest, intimidating. The, the rest of the movie did not look like that. And it disappointed me. And this is something that shot out to me when even when I was a kid. Because I was like, wait, why didn't I I, I kind of knew what a fight choreographer was back when I was a kid? I was like, why wasn't there a fight choreographer on this movie? Because none of there these, wasn't? these no, it didn't seem like that. I mean, like if you watch the fights, it they wasn't made just, to be believable, even if there was. <laughs> I understand that, but come on. I mean, a little bit of a little bit of fight choreography would have taken this movie to the next level. Interesting. And at the big at the at the middle part of the movie, it kind of starts to slump a little bit and I was taken out of the movie because there was no, you know, believable fight career. It's like you got these uh, turtles all up against the foot clan and it just looked kind of eh, eh. Well, eh, let me ask you, you guys know? this then, because I, the, Peter, that that's a really good point. Um, and I will ask my question real in a moment, but like, I think you're right. Like, you get to a part in this movie where you're like, okay, I can... I'm buying into the world. You know, like I am accepting what is going on here. Yeah. So anything, I'm going to be hypersensitive to anything that doesn't 
fit yes. well. Exactly. So I agree. You've got a I giant person in a puppet costume that you can't make really look believable in every fight. Right. Um but it was as, dramatic. Like it no, was dramatic. I'm not, I'm not talking about the dramatic scenes yeah. like when Raf gets knocked out. No, 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 no. Yeah, like, but I'm saying when they're fighting Shredder, like it was. I remember as a kid going a, like that was but scary. See, but take don't, take that. But not fight. every fight is true. The same. Take that fight against Shredder. Yeah. And then compare it to the fights that against they have the against foots. the Foot Clan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was like as if, oh, okay. See, you you know what I think happened on this movie? What you want to know what I think? I think the producers. Didn't even think about a fight choreographer when it's specifically ninja. Okay. Yeah. They didn't even think Martial about arts. And the guy who was the, some of the guys that were in the costume, they knew what they were doing, but it's well, like. They were martial artists. Yeah. Yeah. They, they but they're were, still in a and huge costume. Yeah. Yeah. Shredder, rubber costume. Shredder definitely was a martial artist. And you could tell. Yeah. That guy is a martial artist. And you could tell yeah. because of his movements. What was the, his name? Sun. Sun. Sunny. Or. Sa, I forget uh, what. Rokusaki. Or, or Rokusaki. That's yeah. character. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, what I'm thinking is that he choreographed his fights against the turtles. Right. But nobody else did anything in the big fights against the foot, which would have made a hell of a difference. And this doesn't just come up in this movie. It comes up in uh, uh, Secret of the Ooze, too. But do you think maybe do you think maybe they did it because they wanted to tone up the fight with the shredder like that you know they were like we got to tone down the fights with the foot because then you don't no, have I don't a think big anybody climax. Even, no, I don't, I don't think anybody even thought about it. Interesting. I don't think anybody cuz like I don't think anybody even thought about getting a fight I mean I don't even think fight choreography was a thing until yeah. Uh, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. Because that's yeah. where we really saw some yeah, insane we, choreography. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, gotta, like to the that, extent love, for like Hollywood style fight choreography that huh? we know today. Yes. Right. <laughs> Can I ask well, you? Well, I mean, like, because it's different at a different level of filmmaking, right? Yeah. There's yeah, always going to yeah. be like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sword fight choreography, I but love for this filmmaking. Movie. I yeah. do love this movie. It's I, nostalgic yeah. and it makes me want to eat pizza. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. Okay. We live in an age of remakes. Obviously, you know, oh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was remade and, you know, we can talk about that. We don't have to really because let's, let's just just it's like the Crystal Skull. It doesn't really no. exist. Right. So here's the thing, though. If they were going to remake this exact movie, right, not a version of it like they did this exact movie, this exact story. Like, how do you guys vision that remake would go? Because we talk about this gritty reality that this movie had. I feel like that approach gave that movie character in one way. If they make it now, I'm sure the fights would be amazing and stuff like that. But I feel like it would be either a way too much CG and it would be a little more campy than what we saw with the grit of Mm -hmm. this one that I really actually kind of enjoy. You know what I mean? Well, something that works for this movie, I think that is another reason why I love a lot of the action sequences in Superman 2 is that like <laughs> and it's isn't even like I, it's for real it's for real like I'm not even trying to I believe it look hey audience oh, you think I'm trying to fuck with you but I'm not I get like, it I get it oh man I, so good when the car flies into the pothole in Superman 2 it's okay. like okay. hey that's what it would fucking look like right. it's like if a weird, grotesque, fucking mutant turtle 
flipped over a cab, hey, that's what it's going to look like. Right. You know, exactly, like exactly. because of the practical effects, there is a a tangible nature and believability that yes. comes with a movie like yes. this. So yes. remaking it, you're right. Even if even if ma- the majority of it was practical effects, like I can imagine that would make some of the CG stand out even more. Yes. Taking you out of it. And quite frankly, this kind of ties into what I was going to say before. Um, If you are the director, if you are the producer, if you are a creator of this film, I would like to know your guys' thoughts on this. Mm. You're making your vision, which is this movie, but you get to these parts where the turtles are fighting the Foot Clan, and it's like, oh, this doesn't look very good. You know, like... What would you do in that scenario? Uh, what I would do is, me personally as a producer, if I was watching the dailies on the first day of this fight, like this fight scene, yeah, I'd be like, okay, we're gonna ha- we're gonna move this this these blocks somewhere else. We're gonna start getting these guys in to 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 do some fight choreography, namely the foot. I'm not really worried about the turtles. We're gonna fast track them through some movements, and we're gonna get this thing looking up to par. And we're gonna bring in someone like. Someone, some, someone that knows, uh, so knows martial arts and get Wu Peng, Wu Peng, man, yeah, the, uh, you know, crouching tiger. Someone that can get these guys up to snuff because this, I'll, I'll, I'll hire the guy who played Orokusaki, the Shredder, to come yes. in and do some choreography. Granted, and he'll get paid twice. If, I don't care if you were He's producing. I'd be directing this movie and we wouldn't have this problem no, because you wouldn't. know me in fight scenes, man. I <laughs> love my fight we scenes. Been, we would have been doing this months before. Well, yeah, exactly. This would have been in on paper and storyboards and possibly animatics if they existed back then. Exactly. Or we would have cut, invented them. But yeah, and I, I can see where you're going but with to that. your question. Yes. I wouldn't want to see a remake of this movie. You know I what agree. I'd want to see? What? These same turtles, and I'm not talking about the the Michael Bay movie, like the, those. No, uh, no, the, no, I don't like those. That's bad. Stuff. I want to see these turtles in 2021. What's happened to them in the last 30 years? Okay, so like older turtles, like yeah. they're not teenagers. Like are they still like, teenagers? Leo, I is guess like, they are. Leo is meditating. He's like a hermit out in the woods somewhere. That'd be, that'd be an interesting. You got Raphael. He's kind of like. Um, you know, like uh, like running a street gang or something. You got Michelangelo. He's a star because he's only one turtle. Right. You know? And then Donatello, he's like an inventor working for the government. I don't know. Something weird. You put some thought into this, but I got a question because it might make us all sad. Was Splinter alive or no. dead? He died. No, he died. Because he died of an old man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, there's like, like a shrine. Uh, Leo, Leo is like the shrine to Splinter's out where Leo lives as a hermit. Um. I don't know about you dudes, but I kind of want to watch the next two movies and continue the Turtles thing. Because, like, for me, I just remember the, the the movies look vastly different from each other. All three of them. Oh, yeah. Like, they oh, are yeah. very – like, th- this one is the grittiest of them all. They kind of lightened the tone and Secret of the Ooze quite significantly. And then Secret they went, of the Ooze is what the executive wanted out of the first one, correct. which is why we have weird sound effects and stuff. Exactly. And 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 the second one, uh, sorry, the third one, which is, what is it called? It's like... Uh, Turtles. I think it's just no. called Turtles in Time. In Time, right? No, no, yeah, no, no, it, no, no. That's the video game. It's, but I think, uh, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. That's it. They just three didn't put an Turtles through time, I think, or something like that. It was. I the, thought it was just three. Yeah, so. but anyway, that one. I'm looking it up right now. That one is the lightest of all of them yeah. in tone. You sure. know what I mean? Like super yeah. light. You know, so so like it, it would be interesting to explore the like the look. But I remember that one of the coolest things I liked about Secret of the Ooze was uh, the Super Shredder for for various reasons. <laughs> yes, uh, but I love that like he mutates and then like his like helmet also kind of like changes and the claws claws. yeah like like all yeah all that apparently got affected by the ooze interesting i gotta say this really just brings me back to like the attention to detail that i don't want us to go any further without bringing up that like shredder's cape is made of like garbage bags yeah you know in this movie it's it's, like oh it's interesting but texturally it's very interesting they're all around like trash and I don't Blades know. <laughs> and garbage and sewers and I don't know. Well, well, yeah, they wanted to, like this movie's trash. Is that what they were conveying? I, mean, and then I don't know. I could be wrong. At- I think that's just something my uncle told me once. Really? Um, oh, Jesus. And I just believed it until this day. <laughs> um, but I did want to say, guys, as we, you know, start to kind of wind down, um, I think a final takeaway from this movie, watching it as the adult man that I am today, is mm-hmm. that it's still fun. It's still good. It's like, it says it in the title, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you expect anything else from this movie, then you're just letting yourself down. I, you I know, was expecting like, better agree. fights. <clears throat> well, but... It has ninja in the title. But... You did see the other words in that title going into it, so you probably understand that there's going to be a level of ridiculousness yeah, in this true. thing. And maybe not everything's going to hit on point. Yeah. And I think it's okay. Do I think any other turtle movies needed to be made after this at all? No. Do I'm I, so I want to watch them all? They did. <laughs> um, no. I want to watch the next two. Uh, <laughs> so I'm with you Rob uh, it's fun I think it was done decently well I think there is a version of this movie out there somewhere that if we got a Richard Donner cut of the first <laughs> Turtles movie that would be amazing anyway that's where I'm at how about you guys I bet you I could cut something if they give me all of the 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 film I could cut something else that that would that would make this thing pop a little bit more but I want to see the Peter Madrigal cut of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> but I mean here's the thing it's a it's a nostalgic movie for me I like it because I love the music I mean the opening you know you guys know how I love openings oh wow there he is yeah. Yeah, you know you guys know how I love openings like that opening with uh, the turtles coming down the sewer and their shadows and you got to wait that extra split second while the title comes I mean I'm just like oh there they are there they are there they are where are they you know Bossa Nova yeah it just picks up yeah it makes me want to eat pizza okay that's what this movie does to me but you know? that's okay let's okay let's just rewind the clocks again to where i was talking about how these guys conceptualized fucking teenage turtles that are mutant ninjas right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then on top of that they're like well what do they eat well fucking 
pizza, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like what do all teenagers pizza? want right now? <laughs> Domino's is going to get it to your house in an hour. And and you know what? On top of that, they say cowabunga. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We oh should probably God. look up the common nomenclature of it. Because... Uh, <laughs> It's just so it's out used there, to express man. delight or satisfaction. Um and I already knew that. But I get I God guess while, damn it. Tell while, me some origins. While you look for that, what I will say is like, who knew the incredible hit that they had in their hands with this far fetched concept? Yeah, I know. Like Good they Lord. how like That's who so could true though ever predicted kids would have responded <laughs> so strongly yeah. to that but then again you know we got Sp- spongebob squarepants i don't think he's as iconic as the turtles no but, no he's but not. sorry you know that's an out there concept that kids also responded to at one point true. so so I, it's maybe it's just because it's so different that it gives us a break from everyday life i don't that's know true but it's it's just truly amazing to me no good point i i totally it's agree like with that. a it's like a Dada art or something. <laughs> yeah. It really is like a, like I even Googled before our, I'm going to, I'll tell you guys, I did it. I did it. I used Google today there and go. I said, um, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles an allegory for something? Interesting. And it didn't, nothing popped up. Like, I yeah. was like, what is this? Is this too smart for me? Is there something I don't know about the turtles? And no, it's just that they're Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's not like <laughs> so anything else. It's not trying to like hold a mirror up to society. There's no, it's there's just, no secret meaning behind it. That's now no. that's awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. You know, because like like hey, with, with prove Spider-Man. me wrong. Huh? Uh, if anyone wants to write in, oh yeah, yeah. no, yeah, please yeah. do. I'm gonna even post that. I'm gonna be like, hey, you know, does anybody think that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is an allegory to something? Yeah. I would love to see all the fan theories that are out there, though. You know how, like, they have crazy fan theories about certain things? Mm -hmm. Like, I would love to know what the fan theories of. uh, Oh, God. Yeah, me too. (laughs) But, uh, but Um, I guess it's time for closing remarks, right? Like, like, closing thought, last thoughts on, uh, yeah. Yeah. Peter, do you want to take this? Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll give a closing thought. This movie, it's it, like I said, it's a nostalgic movie for me. It makes me want to eat pizza. It's about fathers and sons. Yeah. You know, that, that yeah. that's what popped yeah. out to me. Yeah. You know, Splinter and Shredder. Both of them. Fa- I'm your father. You know, yeah. I think that they try to do a little Darth Vader type of thing with the Shredder in this movie, which was very weird. You know, it's very, it's a big deviation from the comic book. Well, and, Splint, and from, the whole Splinter story, learning, yeah, yeah. and then Shredder. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Splinter and Shredder yeah. are kind of mirrors of each other in a sense. Yeah. Because they're both father figures, you know? So, I mean, like, yeah, that, I mean, like, like I said, this movie's nostalgic. It had, you know, a couple of good lessons and uh, makes me want to eat pizza. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. It, it's really good, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to, uh, the only criticism I have is the fight choreography. Someone, didn't uh, miss the ball. Yeah. Missed it. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Rob. Rob, yeah, I'll let you cap it off because like all I have to say is I had uh, plenty of thoughts leading up to this. But uh, yeah, just to piggyback, Peter, on your final thought with the fight choreography as well. It's like, uh, yeah, I think an aspect of this movie got rushed and that's why we saw some not so uh, glamorous fight scenes because they were probably 
reshoots later on. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. I would have loved to have seen this movie in its whole gritty realness, but for what it is, <clears throat> I have fun every time and I want to eat pizza too. Yeah. So uh, that's where I'm at. I'm uh, I'm with you on the trifecta here where I, uh, I it's a nostalgia factor for me as well. Uh, I never get tired of watching the Turtles. It it brings me back to my childhood and, uh, and a simpler time. And again, I, I've said it multiple times across this podcast, but... I'm just really impressed with the gritty realism. And, you know, I look back on the times and it was uh, a, a unique movie they made for the time and, and a stretch that mm-hmm. to me, despite, you know, it, it's, you know, it's somewhat flaws that you might say they executed rather well, in my opinion. And uh, and and with a little more depth than I thought it would be, as you mentioned, Peter, with the father son's theme, yep. like it is absolutely true. Uh, you know, even with Raph's angst and stuff, like it, it was deeper than than the cartoon in a lot of ways. So to me, uh, I'm just uh, I'm I'm grateful that the that the movie got made and that we got to see this take on the turtles that brought so much joy to me in my childhood. So wow, yeah, hell yeah, uh, Cowabunga! Yep, uh, yeah. first popularized by a. Character on the U.S. television program Howdy Doody, which wow, from 1947 to 1960. Wow, it later became associated with surfing culture and was further popularized by the use of television cartoon program Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, wow. 1987 wow. to 96. <laughs> All right, damn. Um, Peter, would you take us home? Actually, I want you to take us home. You go. I will it, take us. I'll take us right home, and you know what? If if you guys don't settle down, I will turn this car around, and we'll do this podcast <laughs> over again. Um, this is Madrigal at the Movies. My name is Rob. I'm here with Rob Federick and Peter Madrigal, and we are saying thank you for listening to this podcast, and we'll see you next week with a whole new episode. We'll see you later. Bye. Thank Woo! you. Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob is hosted by Peter Madrigal, Rob Federick, and Rob Schulte. The podcast is edited by me, Chris Tyler, and produced by Rob Schulte. If you're looking to support this podcast, check out the merch link in the show notes, or just leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any suggestions for a movie you'd like us to cover, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Tyler or to Rob at Rob K. Schulte. Thanks, and we'll see you again next week.